Are the fires in Maui one big land grab? Is it part of the WF plan to turn Maui into a 15-minute island using nothing but renewable energy? We're going to look at seven proclaimed conspiracy theories and see what the facts are on the matter and how they relate to Bible prophecy. All of this and more today on End Time. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so happy you've joined us. We may or may not be able to get to calls today as you heard us say the words, or the word rather, Maui. Many of you commented, many of you emailed. Uh, it seems like that's all we've heard about, Doug, since Tuesday is um, everything has to do with Maui. And so we're going to look at it today, but if you would like to try to get on, give us a call at 877-END-TIME. 877-363-8463. And before we get into the show, I want to remind you that our tour deadline is coming up. We have uh, four days left um, that you're able to register, and there are only eight spots left. So if you would like to join us touring Israel, you're going to get to travel alongside Dave and Jana and have breakfast and dinner with them and travel all over Israel, see um, incredible sites that you've read about in the Bible your whole life. Everything's going to come alive to you in the Bible after this trip. Go to endtime.com slash tour or give us a call at 800-END-TIME and register today. Again, there are only eight spots left and registration closes in four days. So time is running out and space is running out. Be sure to do that today. Doug? Yes. Maui. Yeah, well, I mean, we, you know, it's our turn, I guess, to talk about it. Everybody else has been talking about it. We've waited and waited. We've tried to see more more facts come out, trying to figure out what we can and cannot say about that. Right. We're a Bible prophecy show. We talk about world government. We talk about uh, Big Brother and the Mark of the Beast and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. How does all this tie in if it does at all? Not everything that happens in the world is um, connected to Bible prophecy. That's very true. Somebody texted me about a uh, drought or maybe a oh a big dam being built in Africa somewhere, and they said, surely this has to do with Bible prophecy. And I looked at it, and I'm going, I don't think it does, but, you know, that's okay. Not everything has to. That's right. And so when things happen, people typically are looking to see what we have to say about it from a Bible prophecy perspective. Right. And we're going to look at Maui and the WF plan for Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Is is all this new with Maui, or has something been going on for a while? Well, the things that I've investigated and found today that we'll talk about, it looks like that some of this has been going on since 2015. So hmm. uh, it's very interesting. Some of the things I've found that we'll be able to share with our audience and help them to kind of understand. And, you know, once again, Vince... We've talked about this before. We don't want to come at this from a conspiracy theory type of, uh, you know, and jump on board with all that. We want to sit back and look at the facts and try to gather facts and then present it to you uh, in a way if it ties in with Bible prophecy at all. So that's what we're doing today. We're going to try to see how these events occurred, what people are saying about them, and then try to tie it in with uh, or these facts or is this, you know, things people are making up. So, so we're going to look at seven conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. You're not going to believe number four. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, seven conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. and I guess maybe we'll debunk them. Maybe they won't be conspiracy theories after this. Maybe not. We shall see. Yeah. Before we get into that, Doug, 
we have a very special guest. Very special guest. Perhaps one of our youngest followers is here with us. Mm-hmm. And he, he uh, his mother actually texted me, I think it was late last week or early this week, I can't remember, and uh, asked if they could come by. He wanted to meet all of us here, see in time. And I said, hey, what do you think about <laughs> just coming on camera and letting us sh- yeah. show everybody who you are? There you go. And they're okay with it. So all Isaiah, right. come up here real quick if you don't <laughs> mind. Um, he watches the show all the time. All right. Let's see, I can hold my mic maybe. Our audio engineer loves this. There you go. What's up, buddy? Um, well, thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, this is, uh, this is very, um, very, I'm speechless, basically. <laughs> it's hey. exciting and cool, yeah. right? Yeah, it's go. very exciting. <laughs> What'd you say when you, uh, met Dave? Oh, um, he's very tall. <laughs> yeah, he's a yeah. big guy. I remember the first time I met you was at my granddaughter's birthday party, and I was walking out of a rec center, and you were walking up, and we didn't, we hadn't met yet, and I could tell you were looking at me like you knew who I was, but I didn't know who you were, and so I said, hey, how you doing, and we kind of got introduced that way, so that was an exciting day for me, because I got to meet you for the first time, so. It's very cool to have you here today. We're Doug, I told him one day he might work here. You never know. What would you think about that? Well, yeah. How old are you? <laughs> um, I'm 11 right now. You're 11. you got a little bit of ways to go. you got to get through school first. Yeah. How's school going? It's pretty good, actually. I mean, I'm homeschooled. Yeah. That sounds real it's good. It's really fun. Do you get to watch the program as part of your curriculum? Is that like a lesson maybe that you can add to your curriculum, or do you just get to do it because you're homeschooled? Um, how, how often do you watch, too? Well, I mean, I usually watch like I watch like every week. So it's part of uh, part of your schooling, or maybe we can make it part of your schooling. Yeah, that'd be cool. Talk to your yeah. mom after the yeah. show. <laughs> there you go. A All right, we're, glad, we're going to talk about Maui today. You want to know about that? Uh. You know what's yeah. going on there? Uh, yeah, I heard there was like a, a lot of fire yeah. and stuff. Yeah. All right, we're going to talk about it today. We're so glad that you're here. We're glad that you've joined us. And uh, we've given you access to End Time Plus, so you can just watch all that. You don't know about this? Uh, yeah, your, your mom's got it. That's probably how you're watching it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so um, go watch all of it, man. We need you to come work here one day. Maybe you, you can have a show one day. We'll see. Well... I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Have a good one. See you. <laughs> He's going to stay here in studio with us for the show. We love it when people come visit. And so if you're ever in the Dallas area, look us up. We'd love for you to come by and meet you and your family. Uh, Isaiah is an 11-year-old. been watching us for some time. I know when I ran into him at church um, for the first, well, I, I knew who he was. He did I guess we knew who each other were, but we had never met. Mm-hmm. And so when he saw me, he said, you're the guy from End Time. I said, that's me. <laughs> and so, uh, there you go. Uh, really appreciate he and his mother coming by You're that by guy today. from End Time, Doug yeah. Norvell. Yeah, that's what people <laughs> normally call me Doug, so I, I, can get a little, I can get away with a little bit more well, uh, when I go by Doug. He's Vince and I'm Doug, so there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, well, Doug, we don't have time to get into the conspiracies on this side of the break. Right. Um, but... We want to make sure that you remember to share the video because, uh, especially when we're talking about topics like we are today, Maui and the World Economic Forum plan for Hawaii, I mean, right out of the gate, you know that Big Brother doesn't want uh, this to be talked about. Just Tuesday, we went over the nine things that Google has now banned internationally, 
And uh, a number of the things that we're going to talk about today are on that list. So um, we hope all you that follow us are able to see it, but we know that it gets shadow banned and suppressed. So if you can share this video, that helps us out so much. When you comment and love the video, not just gives it a thumbs up, but also uh, do the heart and commenting and all that, that really helps us get the word out. So please do that now. We've got a brief break and then we're going to get back into, or we're going to get into the seven conspiracies and look at the facts around it and see how Bible prophecy is incorporated to what's going on in Maui. We'll be right back. voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500 year old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One third of humanity Die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 End Time. Are you ready for an extraordinary journey to the region that is the focus of more end-time Bible prophecy than any other? Well, look no further. Join us on an unforgettable journey to Israel. Our adventure begins down in Jerusalem, where we will teach on the Mount of Olives, sing at the Garden of Gethsemane, walk down through the Kidron Valley, Then we'll make our way north, have a boat ride on the Sea of Galilee while visiting Joppa, Mount Carmel, baptize in the Jordan River, and so much more. Don't miss out on this incredible trip to Israel. Spaces are limited. Book your tour today. Visit endtime.com slash tour or call us at 1-800-END-TIME. Join us for an experience that you will never forget. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning End Time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Give us a call, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. You demanded it. We are talking about it now. Maui, many of you commented. If you're ready for this subject, go ahead and comment it now. Type in the word Maui and put it in the comments. We're going to get right into it here. There are, you know, with this natural disaster that has occurred and 
I guess maybe you don't believe that it was a natural disaster, however you land on that. Um, there are lots of things being um, claimed, and there are many people calling things conspiracy theories. And so what we figured we would do today is look at some of those conspiracy theories, look at the facts around it, and see how much it aligns with what Bible prophecy says is coming, if at all. So that's what we're going to do, and hopefully it will be informative to you. And there are seven conspiracies, and Doug, I think we're ready to get into conspiracy number one. Well, real quick, let me just say, I'm sorry. Oh. Messed it up. There you go. Yeah. That was really cool. (laughs) That's a great graphic. I love it. Thanks, guys. I'm sorry I messed that up. Um, I just wanted to say that I get this from what they call truther channels, Vince. So these are the type of channels like they were talking about on Tuesday's show when we were talking about these media sources that are not major news sources that so they want to shut these down. What it sounds like. Well, pretty much. But, I mean, they, these are going to be that type of subject. So that's where we got this from. We got this one from And We Know. Uh, some of the people that listen to us may listen to LT from And We Know. And so that's where these first clips come from. I just want to set that up and let everybody know. This is the type of thing that they're trying to shut down, and you can kind of, you might understand that a little bit. But here we go. Sorry. Take a real close listen to what the governor of Hawaii had to say about the fires. Of the destruction of Lahaina, it does appear like a bomb and fire went off. It does appear like a bomb and fire went off. All of those buildings virtually are going to have to be rebuilt. It will be a new Lahaina in its own image, its own values. But it's going to be billions of dollars. We are so coordinated with state, county, and federal support that it took less than a quarter of a day, six hours, to get the approval from the president to bring those resources in. This was, of course, a shock to see a hurricane and its winds. I think that we're seeing this for the first time in many different parts of the world. I've been contacted by several governors across the country to share their experiences in a time where global warming is combined with strengthening. So let's just go over a few of the red flags that he said. Very coordinated. Bomb and fire went off. All we will need to rebuild is billions of dollars in its own likeness and own image with its own values. What does that even mean? And it's so coordinated with state, county, and federal support that within less than six hours, they got approval from the president to bring resources, hurricane-type winds that just happened to be the same time as the bomb-like fire. Governors calling to share their experience. So we start the press conference out with bombs and explosions, then set up how we're going to get some smart cities in Hawaii, and then we end it with 2030 property. Propaganda of global warming. Right. Okay. <laughs> so what's the conspiracy, Doug? What's conspiracy number one? Well, conspiracy number one is that they feel like this governor, as he's making this speech, Vince, he was kind of setting all those points up that he was talking about, that uh, you know they were going to do a land grab, that they were going to have smart cities installed, and that this was all part of Agenda 2030. Um, so when you look at what the governor said, you kind of had to read between the lines i think to get a lot of that but he he threw Isn't in that some, how conspiracy theories work it's like yeah you got to read between the lines and Absolutely. put your aluminum foil hat on and then all of the connections will be made sure and 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 there are so many things out there that we could have talked about that today we just aren't going to uh but i mean when he talked about you know that is a fire like a bomb or a bomb and a fire uh, it is truly when you look at it, it looks like a war zone uh, i haven 't ever been in a forest fire or a or a wildfire like that, so i can 't tell you what the aftermath looks like. Uh, I can just tell you what people are saying about that. A lot of people are saying these were strange coincidences, and so as we go through these videos, 
uh, we will, you know, see more and more of that kind of be uncovered. But that's the type of thing, like this guy, I would assume that's probably a TikTok video that they showed, that clip of that. I don't know. Looks wanna, like it. Yeah. yeah. You know more about that stuff than I do. So, anyway. You're on TikTok, Doug. I know I'm on t- TikTok. Look us up. End time in. There you go. Anyway. So that's the type of thing that, you know, they're talking about they want to get control over. So um, anyway, conspiracy theory number one was the governor's press conference and him saying, look like a bomb went off. And now we need to set up smart cities. Agenda 2030. So we're going to show a few videos mm-hmm. and then present some um, factual some documentation. Stories. Yeah, it's yeah. like this has been going on, you said, since 2015. Mm-hmm. We're going to show some of those stories yeah. after we watch some of these videos from, I guess, present day. Yes. We ready for conspiracy too? Yes. That's so spooky, Doug. <laughs> that is crazy. All right. All right. What's number? We ready for the video? Yeah. Let's watch the video. Check it out. Author Annette Wallace says, "Was there a motive behind this destruction? The pictures and people tell the story. Half a car burned and the other half unscathed." A house burned to ashes, but a tree still standing nearby. This was no normal fire blown by winds. The government of Hawaii State's goal for rebuild is to make the entire island of Maui, ready, the first smart island. You can read this whole story, folks, in the description box below and click on it. They want the entire island government uh, by AI, as outlined in the Hawaii Digital Government Summit of 2023, that they have planned to host next month, Monday, September 25th, 2023, on Maui, out of all places. Plans to implement a digital AI government over Hawaii. Hitachi recently announced that it has begun operations on the demonstration site for the Japan-U.S. Island Grid Project, commonly referred to as the Jump Smart Maui. On the island of Maui, Hawaii, in collaboration with the New Energy and Industrial Technology Development Organization, Mizuho Bank, and Cyber Defense Institute, Inc., an opening ceremony was held on Maui to coincide with the launch of a site operations. Okay, so you heard in that when he talked about a launching of this operation by, um, who did he say there? I can't even remember now. Uh, Hitachi. So Hitachi, like the company Hitachi, a Japanese um, company. And so he talked about this being something that they were jumping into, that they want to make a smart grid city basically is what they want to do so there's that conspiracy that they did this that this was intentionally done to set up a smart city so that's conspiracy number two now after we look at our next conspiracy video we'll show you some evidence of if what they're saying is true or not so so far we've showed two videos those are two i guess um things that are going on that people have labeled as conspiracy theory Mm -hmm. so the first one being that it was that governor press the governor press conference saying that there was bomb like fires so they're saying that's not actually true right they're, are they saying the govern the governor never said that or are they no, saying they're, that they're trying to say that uh, what they're trying what the TikTok video was trying to say was that this was intentional that it was like a bomb that started a fire or something of that category and that's why the governor used those particular words okay so uh, that's where conspiracy theory becomes, you know, comes in. We saw another guy debunking that kind of stuff. That's an actual forest fire fireman that fights these kind of forest fires all the time. And he was kind of debunking those things and saying, look, this is how a forest fire does. So, you know, you have to look at everything and, and decide. So that's, you know, that's where we're at. But I want to show 
what people are sending me and saying, hey, you got to see this, you got to see this, and that's why I'm showing these particular cuts today. Because this is what people have been sending me going, well, you got to look at this. Sounds like it's time for conspiracy number three. Got a few more of those to so go down. Catchy. <laughs> so catchy. All right. All right. Ready for the video? I am. All right. I'm just reading stuff to you folks. I mean, you can kind of just piece it together the way you see it. Last January 2023, there was a smart city conference in Maui to turn Maui into a smart city island. Pushing everything electric and making 15-minute smart cities. Lastly, there was a contract last year that was signed to build high-rise condos and businesses in Lahaina, out of all the places, which was a historical town that couldn't have any new development done to it. But now, it can. Let's play clip one. So today we're going to talk about some updates on the Hawaiian fire situation. Now, I want you to look at this guy's page. Go to his Instagram and follow him. He's talking about how people are trying to bring in supplies such as water, food, and gas, and they are being turned away. The military is turning away people from helping, and he was talking about this on his page. Now, if we take it a step further, the governor was asked, why didn't the system go off when the fires were happening? And he was basically saying it must have been a malfunction. But what's interesting is a person commented, the siren sounds went off when there was no tsunami, but the sound when an actual burning fire disaster, it doesn't occur. What's also interesting about the governor was he passed this executive order just before this in July, which could take away the land from the people based on if they need to rezone. There's also a lady who has mentioned how the Red Cross has had hundreds of millions of donations from all these celebrities, but they don't have any security and they're having to move the people out who have lost everything. So then we look at this lady's work and we can see that this looks like a land grab. If all of these politicians and celebrities really cared, why aren't they talking about this legislation? This legislation was something that was proposed on January 5th of 2023 of 51 acres in the same area of the fire would be turned into a housing project. Interesting. Now, what's also interesting is this follows the Agenda 2030 planned as well. We've heard of that, Agenda 2030. We have, and it's very interesting because I have actually found some evidence that proves that this is true, what they're saying. And so uh, we've, we've got the links uh, to these stories that you're going to see in some of these clips. I went and found all the links and got that in there, and it's where I investigated and did a lot of the studying. So the first thing that are you uh, doing the evidence now? Yeah. Before you do, I okay. got to tell I got to tell everybody. Yeah, because I got to um, share this. Right? Well, I, I've told everyone to share. Of course, we've heard <laughs> that, and I hate to keep saying it, but what we what we're seeing in the comments is that some people are saying that Facebook won't let them share it. Wow. They share every day, and now it's blocked all of a sudden. So mm. if you're able to share, please do that now because not everyone can, and it's going to help us get the word out. So share. Comment Maui or whatever you want to comment and love the video by giving us a heart. Evidence. This is what we love, Doug. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, that's very good to know because, I mean, we've got to get the word out there. And obviously they don't want this out there for whatever reason. So It's just a a minor malfunction. Yeah, it's a glitch. Yeah. Right? That's what happened to uh, Glenn Beck. Yeah. So (laughs) moving on. So the Hawaii Digital Government Summit that they mentioned – uh, it, 2023. Now we have a steal of that page, so you can kind of see the page. So if you go to look for it, you can find it. But the other day, Monday, when I first started investigating this, 
it didn't have this disclaimer, but now since so many people are putting information out about this summit, now they have a disclaimer there that says that misleading social media posts have been circulating falsely, exerting that the Hawaii Digital Government Summit, which is held in Honolulu each year, is aimed at transforming Maui into the first smart island. These claims are incorrect and do not align with the summit's annual focus. The event is designed to facilitate collaboration among public and private sectors, IT professionals encouraging the exchange of best practices to innovate solutions to enhance and support the services provided to uh, the, uh, what is that word, constituents they serve. So there you go. They've got this whole thing planned out there. Uh, to where now they're fighting against what it says. But you can go and you can look this page up and you can see exactly what this is about. And it's about digitizing everything there in uh, Hawaii. Like they want to go completely digital. And the goal to do this, it goes through uh, their economic systems. It goes through, so that would be their banking systems. It goes through their professional systems. It goes through their power grid systems. But yet they're saying that this has nothing to do with setting up everything on a digital island, basically. Now, I believe you told me this before, and uh, please say if I'm wrong. Um, you saw this page yeah. prior, mm-hmm. and then you saw, uh, I guess, today or yesterday? Today. And so they added I that went, disclaimer. Yes. I went Monday. There was nothing on there like that. Yeah. I go today, and it has this big disclaimer at the top of the page. There were other pages that I went to on Monday that I tried to go back to today, and it gave me an error 404 and saying that the page could not be found any longer. But I saw it Monday. Yeah. And this is only Wednesday. What is this? Well, Thursday. if a page gets deleted yeah. or, or whatever. For whatever reason. The link changes. Or if there's that, a that can glitch. Happen. Yeah. So the other thing that he talked about uh, real quick is the, the new smart grid uh, that Hitachi was part of. So this is called Jump Smart Maui Project, and I'm, I don't have time to read everything, but this, uh, the state of Hawaii's goal, this is something that I... Uh, is this from today? When's the yeah, story this, from? Well, this is from 2015. It's February 18th, ago. 2015, and it says the goal of this uh, situation, this Jump Smart Maui, is to obtain 40% of the electrical power generated to renewable energy sources by 2030. So it goes into the 2030 agenda, okay? And we'll get more into this later on in the program, but they actually did an experiment on the island back in 2016. This was implemented in 2015. They did it in 2016. They began, and they went all the way through 2018. I have an article that we'll share later that gives you the findings of what they found out and what what they want to do for the future of Maui. So they did an experiment eight years ago, mm-hmm. and they have a detailed report of what they found, mm-hmm. and we're going to share it right here. We're going to share a little bit of it, man. It's very detailed. Well, also, <laughs> one other thing we're going to share is when they did this, there was one thing stopping them from implementing it. That's right. And we know what the one thing was. If you want to know, stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. Understand what is taking place. Except a man is born again. He can enter or see the kingdom of God. 
I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself. You are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is. That's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time. Understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 in time. That's 800-363-8463. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. You know very well, as good as we do, that a mark of the beast is coming. And guess what? You can be mark of the beast proof if you go through understanding the end time sincerely with an open mind. We will guarantee that you will not take the mark of the beast. So be mark of the beast proof by getting understanding the end time newly released book by Dave Robbins, also a 14-episode series available on DVD and on End Time Plus. You can go to endtime.com slash UET and get your copy of Understanding the End Time Today and ensure that you don't take the mark of the beast. It's never been this easy to understand, so do it today. Speaking of understanding, Doug, you were talking about Jumpstart Maui Mm -hmm. right before the commercial break there. We have a little bit more information to share about that. They They had some findings in there. There was one thing that was preventing them from implementing it. And we're going to tell people what that one thing is here in a little bit, so you don't want to go anywhere because, well, frankly, when we were talking about it before the show, you said that to me, and I went, no way. You know, it's like, it's this, and you said, yep. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, there's one conspiracy theory we might be able to knock off. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Right. Anyway, the goal of jump. Can you say something? Yeah, Sorry. I just want because we've got a picture. If they'll throw a picture oh, okay. up there Great. while you're reading this, what what they did was they gave volunteers electric cars and they set up everything in their homes to to be green energy. So that's what they did with this. So now go ahead and read what the goal was and, and what they say there. In that. All right. The goal of Jumpstart Maui is to demonstrate smart grid technology that will enable the efficient use of renewable energy and will contribute to the implementation of a low-carbon social infrastructure system in island regions. Throw a quick reminder in here. This is from 2015. This is when this was done. The demonstration site has been designed to respond to rapidly changing demands in the renewable energy market through the use of electric vehicles and other innovative technologies. Operations at the demonstration site are scheduled to continue until March 2015. Following this period, so after March 2015, that's what that means, right? Mm -hmm. All right, just making sure I'm, I'm on it. Studies and discussions will be conducted for implementing new business models based on the results and evaluation of the demonstration. So they're talking about new business models, 
one of the things that they said they wanted to do with part of this property was these new business high-rises, okay? Some of the property that burned that's been one of the issues. We'll get into that and, and again here in one of the videos we're going to share. But they're also talking about how they can implement it in that because of the results based on this study they did from 2015 to, to uh, 2018. So that part's true. Everything they showed in that conspiracy theory about that is true. So those are things they've been conducting. So hang on. You're saying everything they showed in the conspiracy theory is true. About those two, the summit 2023 and about this uh, smart initiative, this okay, so, smart Maui initiative. So the premise is that, that what we saw there was a conspiracy theory. And in that video, they mentioned two things. And you're saying at least those two things are accurate mm-hmm. because this article is from 2015. Right. There was not a wildfire then to even right. uh, argue about. And they actually did these things. And so right. at least those two things in that video are accurate. And remember, keep in mind that, that um, 2023, that summit 2023 had the disclaimer that that wasn't what they were doing. But yet that study that we're talking about with the smart Maui city thing, that that is going to be implemented after 2018. And they're doing it with the businesses, with the economy, with everything. Yeah. So... And they're going to implement and, new business models based off of the demonstrations. Yeah, so that apparently that part of, of it's true. At so, that point, there was no, there was nothing to argue about. Like, right. They're going to do things, and they're going to implement new business strategies. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. All right. All right, do we go to another conspiracy, or let's, do we go to the phone? Let's do conspiracies. All right, conspiracy. All right. Oh, that's so frightening, Doug. Every time it gets me. All right, let's go to the video. It's about the state. We'll take it. Yeah. And now they're uh, they're do, trying to do a, a land grab. Ultra MJ Truth shows that the Hawaii Governor Josh Green quote I'm already thinking of ways for the state to acquire the land. Did he say that? I'm already thinking about ways for the state to acquire that land. That's what he said. Right there in front of everyone. So that we can put it into workforce housing, to put it back into families, or to make it open spaces in perpetuity as a memorial to people who were lost. We want this to be something that we remember uh, after the pain passes uh, as a magic place. And Lahaina will rebuild. The tragedy right now is the loss of life. Uh, The buildings can be rebuilt over time. Even the banyan tree may survive. But we don't want this to become uh, a cleared space where then, yes, people from overseas just come and decide they're going to take it. The state will take it. So the state will take the land. Well, this is from, like, like now? Yeah, a couple days ago. Like a response to such a tragedy, and he's saying they're already trying to figure out ways to get the land? Yeah. And, this, and, that doesn't even that's like that doesn't even seem like something that someone would say that doesn't don't have that, that doesn't have training in like uh, these type of situations. Like right. this guy's trained to handle this. Yeah, someone that just has like basic care for others are not going to be talking about go ahead and getting the land that they've now lost. I mean, people yeah. have lost their family members and their their home that's been in their family for generations. Decades. Yeah. And he's saying that we're going to figure out how to get the land. That seems extremely insensitive and mm-hmm. odd. That's why I'm like, there's no way odd. this is from now. Right. And, and but it is. It's it from is. Now. It's, it's from a couple of days ago, actually. And not only does he say that, but remember he said in that first video we saw where he was doing the press conference, he said that they would rebuild 
in in her own image. Like they would make it's in a magic place too. That's kind of yeah. Interesting. It's very interesting. And so it's it's strange because all these things are being said, and so that's what feeds that conspiracy theory. But so the conspiracy theory here is that the government's going to take that land. Is that right? And that yeah. And so that takes us to the next thing I looked up and found. The governor actually has an anti-housing proclamation that he made. Okay, and so there was an article. When did he do that? Like two days ago? No, this was done, I think, in 20, I want to say 2018, somewhere around in there. I can't remember exactly where it said that um, when when he passed this proclamation. But he passed the proclamation and... uh, Basically, what they want to do, this says, in theory, the proclamation pursues uh, that if we build a massive amount of housing all at once. So think about that really, really quick. What do we see popping up around here all over the place that we've talked about so many smart times? Smart communities everywhere. These smart communities. Smart these apartment cities, buildings. 15-minute cities, all the same thing. Yeah, it's all the same. And that's what he's talking about in this proclamation. He's talking about building these things and making them affordable. Now, think about the way the economy is here right now and how everybody's kind of suffering right now because especially the housing industry, you can't afford to build a house on income most people make right now or buy, buy a house. house. Yeah. And, and the ones that you can't afford to buy are in such disarray you'd have to spend thousands of dollars fixing them and so it's it's crazy that this is the options that they're giving us because around here we're seeing that explosion where they're giving you the apartment complexes and all that and they're going to be little smart cities little boxes with everything right there you need so that's what he's talking about in this implementation of this uh fair housing thing but again one thing stopping them yeah and what's that one thing we ready to say it yeah let's just go ahead and say it well, before we do, what do you think? <laughs> Put it in the comments. What do you think the one thing stopping? Uh, what, what do you think the one thing that has been stopping them for about eight years now from implementing all this? Let's give them a few minutes to. To, to put in their guesses. Okay, so while they're guessing, let's talk about this other stuff that they're that they're saying. I'll jump down in the article so we don't give that away. But the emergency use powers is in this implementation, and the emergency use 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 powers says that they can deem anything an emergency that they want to. So whatever they deem an emergency, then they can adopt their own laws for curfews for fast tracking private. Uh, Prison development, uh, basically, is what they're calling this housing community. They can turn it into a prison development, lock you down, regardless of the community input or social impacts or foreclosure of other public health and safety solutions. So they're, they're saying that's written in his bill, that if there's an emergency, the state can come in, we can take this, we can build these smart cities and virtually lock people down if we need to. And so that's what's in his bill. And what did he say in that video? Is it, is it passed? Uh, it's. I don't think that it's. Uh, it's passed. It's a implement. It's not been implemented yet. I don't think. Um, I don't. I don't know that that's the thing. It's just the anti-housing proclamation right now. So okay. it's. It hasn't passed yet. But that's what he's trying to get through there. But there is one thing holding it back. And it's one thing. And the is it results. Time now? From all the comments that I keep seeing, uh-huh. the the one that I keep hear, seeing repeated most is Donald Trump. Is it Donald Trump, Doug? No, it's not Donald Trump. <laughs> every, no, it's everybody, not. Bless y'all's heart. Everybody wants Donald. it to be. Everybody wants the right answer yeah. to always be Donald Trump. Yeah. Well, but he has nothing to do with this. No. Okay. Well, you know, I can start with a, a little story about a friend of mine that has okay. a church in a historic district, mm-hmm. um, in a in a little city, okay. and so. 
they're not allowed to remodel the church and modernize the outside because there are certain codes inside of the historic district. In fact, End Time Ministries here, we are in a uh, portion of Plano, Texas that's called the Gateway of Plano. We're not in the historic portion. We're in the Gateway of Plano. And so if you look up a city code like we did when we were updating our sign uh, several years ago, there is city code. And we thought, great, we can do exactly what we want with our sign. And then when we go to put in the permit, they go, actually, you are in the gateway of Plano, and you have a whole different set of rules for mm-hmm. signage and different things like that. Yeah. And so we have to follow rules for the gateway of Plano. And if you're in a historic district, yeah. you have to follow those rules, and there's things you cannot do in those portions of the city. So the one thing that's been stopping them from implementing such plans mm-hmm. is that this historic portion of Maui. Yeah. How about that? So the historic portion is where uh, a lot of the uh, native people of Hawaii live that have been there for centuries. Their families have passed down through generations, uh, their homes, their businesses, everything. Uh, Some of the homes are actually businesses. They're like uh, inns where people come and stay. And so these are the things that that are holding this back or they were holding this back, I guess we could say. So that's what's going on right now. That's why another reason why he's saying, well, the government could step in and take this land now to keep other That's what he from said. Doing it. Yes, that's exactly what he said. They're, they're figuring out how they can take the land. Yeah. Now, that is the conspiracy. That's, that's what people are saying is going around as a conspiracy theory mm-hmm. right now. We've given you information that... Um, Kind of explains what they've been talking about doing for eight years. Yeah. And then if you, I mean, I don't know if we're going to get to it today, but if you go look at the video footage, you'll see how a lot of the beachfront properties were untouched, but across the road there is uh, just disarray. I mean, yeah. everything is just melted away, and it goes that way for a very long time, and all these historic buildings are now gone. Right. And, and so we are actually going to see some video okay. that shows a map. Okay. That will give us a better idea, give our viewers a better idea of where that is. I don't know that we have enough time before our next break to hit well, any of our videos. a few seconds left. Yeah, so what we'll do is when we come back, we'll look at these next uh, conspiracy theories and, and try to get down to what we were what talking about. What the facts about. are. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so. can we quickly talk about, well, we don't have to do it quickly, however long you want to do it. Well, we do have a time limit here. Um <laughs> And we don't have enough time. So I'll ask you for on the other side of the break. I want to get Doug's take on Bible prophecy and all this. Obviously, we're talking about the World Economic Forum. We're talking about uh, climate change and all sorts of things like that. The Bible has something to say about it. We think you need to know what it is. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online with End Time Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. 
Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Thank you for joining us. I want to remind you that Dave and Jana Robbins are going to be in New Orleans, Louisiana. How do you say that, Doug? New Orleans? I say New Orleans. New Orleans. Okay. I'm not yeah. from Mesquite, so I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't. I'm from Indiana. We say it a little different up there. But yeah. um, Dave and Janet will be there in August, August 26th and 27th. So just a little over a week from now, we would love for you to come out and join us. You'll get to meet Dave and Jana, hang out a little bit, ask your questions. Dave will be teaching on understanding the end time on the 26th at 6 p.m. and breaking prophecy news on the 27th at 11.30 a.m. You can get additional details on that conference at endtime.com slash events, or you can give us a call at 800 endtime and uh, we will help you out in every way that we possibly can. We would love for you to come out and see us. Don't forget that there's only eight spots left and four days to register for the tour as well. You can go to endtime.com slash tour for that. All right, Doug, Bible prophecy. Mm-hmm. What's like, we're talking about a lot of things that we talk about all the time. Right. Um, but also telling people what these conspiracy theories are going around. So help us see the Bible prophecy in all this. Well, the thing is, if... The WEF is involved in this, which I believe that if they're implementing smart cities, that's all about the WEF. They're involved in some degree, at least. Yeah. Now they they've got a disclaimer on their page too that says that they you know this has been mentioned in some of these videos and that you know it's it's not true and you need to read through their stuff. But we know that they're implementing these things. We've done programs on it before, and it sounds very much like that is what they would like to do with not just Maui but Hawaii. Altogether, and so if if that is part of the plan, this is world government at its finest. They're trying to force everybody into electric vehicles, uh, to going all green. They want to implement um, the cities where they can lock things down if they need to during an emergency. We've already seen them test drive that through the COVID incidents, and so we're we're watching something be set up. I believe uh, that could very much be part of the world government. And it could be, uh, like they've talked about before, how China is a perfect example of what they would like to do worldwide with their uh, social economic structures and the ways that they you know, do all that with their uh, locking people down and being able to take from your bank accounts and all these things. It's Klaus Schwab 101, and this sounds like classic Klaus Schwab and WEF. So that's how it ties in with world government. If they were able to implement this uh, in a country or in the United States, in, a, in a, uh, an island in the United States, and do it here, and it be something that was very successful, they could sell it worldwide. And so uh, that's how it kind of ties in. It's about control, control, control. All right. Are we ready for the next one? Or are we yeah, let's got more it. to share? So we're, we're ready for conspiracy number, th- number five, and we'll go right into the video. Yeah. Earlier I spoke with Hawaii's Governor Josh Green and began by asking him to respond to those complaints from residents who say there was no warning. Yeah, the tragic uh, nature of this fire 
which was uh, made worse by 80-mile-per-hour gusty winds from the remnant of Hurricane Dora, uh, took out telecommunications, and they were fighting three other fires. That's what I've heard so far. My understanding is a pretty robust siren system there, but it didn't work. Was there a human failure or equipment failure or a little of both? Uh, it's too early for me to tell. Uh, much of the equipment was destroyed uh, with fire, and it's a very remote place. Of course, we would never um, diminish any kind of responsibility. We will leave it to HIEMA, which is our emergency management team, to help explain things going forward. Um, right now, we're doing all that we can to support the families who have lost loved ones and to make sure everyone has health care and soon housing uh, because of the devastation. It is much like an atomic bomb hit uh, Lahaina, which is a part of Maui, leaving utter devastation. What is he throws in fair housing there as he's talking? He's talking about how they're going to implement the fair housing and stuff It just like seems that. super insensitive that they're bringing this type of stuff up already. Yeah. And the thing is, that that's one of the other things, is they, they had so many people die in this fire uh, because of the fact that there were no alarms. Nothing happened. So that's the conspiracy um, here. That's one of the conspiracy theories there is there were no alarms, no warnings. People died on the road trying to get out of the island. Their cars burned up and people died. And, um, you know, they, they said that there were hundreds of people. But I've heard now that they, it may be higher than that. They're not letting news media in to cover these areas right now unless you're local unless you live on the island and can prove that you're part of that and you're telling me today they were giving out yellow stickers to people they're, they're doing uh, orange cards orange cards so they're okay. passing out orange cards and if you don't have, have this orange color. card yeah <laughs> you won't be able to go into certain parts of the island yeah so i'm like and i know they're not letting national media in there there's a guy that uh I follow, I can't remember his name, but he's on Fox and Friends on Twitter, yeah. and he owns land there, so he's able to get in, but he said that they're not letting any other national media in. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I saw where a local woman that her family's property burned up, they wouldn't let her in either. So um, so I know we're, we're running out of time, and I want to get to conspiracy theory number six, just because you teased about it a while ago, but it is a big one. Uh, so this is going to show, we talked earlier about the historic district. This gives us a little information about that. There's the music. Many people are now rightly questioning the timing and location of these fires, though totally destroying the city of Lahaina, a city that, as you saw from the governors and the footage there, that they just showed totally destroyed. Now, this city, this city is totally destroyed. And a city that has fought against development by wealthy outsiders for decades. And you don't need me to tell you this. It's easy to look up. It's easy to see. All you need to do is, in fact, you can speak to the families who've talked about not wanting to give up their homes and not wanting to be sold out and bought out uh, by, you know, uh, resort uh, developers. And, and so they've continued to keep their small businesses, their small family inns, their small restaurants, the cafes, the coffee shops. They've kept that. And the overwhelming number of people who live here have lived here for decades in this town. Go, some going back to the early 1900s in this town. And many people right are questioning the timing of all of this. If you look at the demographics of this area, when you study Lahaina's demographics, you'll see a mostly Asian population with a large Native Islander population. Many families refusing to sell their land to billionaire developers over the years. In fact, you can see the latest development projects that are already approved for Maui on, how, um, on Hawaii's government portal. 
So I spent quite a bit of time today going through um, Hawaii's uh, history and approval of these projects. Here in green uh, are the projects already set for approval. Those are already approved. Um, Here in yellow are pending projects. And here in red are the proposed projects that haven't been approved. But you notice right there in the center of your screen, that's Lahaina. Notice how all of those developments, see all of those houses, all of that area is just like off limits. Because guess what? People live there. Well, not anymore, because now it's all been destroyed. So this area had basically been off limits to development because, you know, Native Islanders and longtime residents refused to sell their homes. So who knows? Perhaps there's nothing nefarious going on here at all. But now this entire city has been totally destroyed. Yeah, so that kind of shows you that. That's one way, you know, the thing that was holding that plan back, now that area is gone. And like he said, maybe nothing nefarious is going on here. Maybe this is all just happenstance. Maybe it was nature. Maybe it it was all what they're saying. Um, You know, we've had similar situations happen in California, uh, which is strange, too. And uh, there were strange things about those fires in California and strange things about the land and how the U.N. wanted to make that land preservations and the people that owned the land didn't want to give it up. And then we had a huge forest fire there. So there's stories there, too, that, you know, these rabbit trails led me down uh, over the course of the last couple of days because I've been studying this for the last couple of days since Monday. I've been looking into this and it's been disturbing to me uh, what has happened and and how strange it is. So anyway, I I know we're we're running out of time. Yeah, we got to quickly go through this. There's one yeah. more that we're going to look at, right? Yeah, uh, and we we don't have to look at that video if you'd rather cover. No, this. we need to look at. All right, let's do it. Here we go. <laughs> uh, so where where will this land go? Uh, how will it be transformed? It's anyone's guess. But if you listen to the World Economic Forum. And the new governor of Hawaii, Josh Green, they want to turn Hawaii into a poster child for green energy. Uh, Hawaii has become a darling of the World Economic Forum. How Hawaii plans to be the first U.S. state to run entirely on clean energy. And of course, then they got their newly installed governor and the move away totally from fossil fuels all to a renewable uh, electronic future. But also not just electronics. Artificial intelligence. So a big piece of Hawaii's plan, as Hawaii has publicly spoken about this, the governor has publicly spoken about this, is to basically run the entire island using artificial intelligence. So that artificial intelligence, I, and I don't know, we don't know how deeply this goes, right? Elon Musk is warning us about the dangers of it. So when you have artificial intelligence basically monitoring and running everything on the island, keeping up with all of government services and its citizenry and everything that's happening there. Or do you guys trust AI to be your government? Did you elect AI to be your representatives? But I guess you are well, and because how- that's how it's going to be run. The only way people can get on and off the island is fossil fuels. I mean, like, what are they going to do? Right. Oh, right. You're just trapped here. Right. And, <laughs> right. And it's amazing, right? People can't travel in this area right now. They're being blocked off and cordoned off. But tourists can still fly there. Like, you can still use fossil fuels to hop on a plane and fly to Hawaii. That's no problem. And the idea that we're ever going to be able to use some sort of renewable battery technology for airline flights is laughable. Absolutely laughable. So it'll be interesting. Here, Governor Green explains to the United Nations, he's been speaking about this and about Hawaii's plans for monitoring everything that will happen on Hawaii 
using artificial intelligence, although he doesn't quite use those words, but that's exactly what the plan is if you read the details. Watch. In the old days, decades, generations, and even centuries ago, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people lived in Hawaii and had a sustainable culture for food. And that was something that we still uh, recognize. To that end, we have done some things, and we hope to be able to share this much more in time. Uh, one, one is the Aloha Plus Challenge, which is a data-driven approach, which we can share with our states and with anyone who feels that it would be helpful uh, to track the SDGs, to make sure that we embed them in all of our policies. Oh, yeah. So we're going to embed every <laughs> data-driven approach. We'll have this, the STGs, the, the ESGs, and all of the environmental protection plans in place. And we'll be monitoring it using artificial intelligence so that every business is compliant and everything is being tracked. And, and we know how these 15-minute cities unroll. So saying all that, just... You know, I know we're running out of time, but the other article that I found that goes back to the Smart Maui project is a collaboration between Japan and the U.S. for a smart grid demonstration project in the Maui Islands of Hawaii State. This is a study where you can go and look this up, and it has tons of information about what they did. But listen to what they say. It says it's an introduction during the period between 2011 and 2016. There had been a smart community project called Jump Smart Maui. What is a smart community, Vince? Smart city, 15 minutes city, same thing. Yeah, it's right there in black and white in their own articles, in their own words. But yet everything that you go to now, they have a disclaimer. It says this is not what this is. It's not. It's not happening. But. The, the information right here, and it's all in there, it tells you everything they did, that that's what they're preparing for. That's what they want. So we've given people a lot of information. How do we wrap the show up and I guess clarify whatever we need to clarify? Well, the thing is, Vince, like we said before, we, we don't know. Right now it's so hard to, to know if this was a deliberate action or if this was an act of nature that happened and they're just going to take advantage of it. Because what's their favorite thing to say? Never let a good crisis go to waste. So I can't prove that this was deliberately done, and I can't prove that it wasn't. But I just presented the facts to you that these things they're saying don't exist truly exist. So basically, that doesn't necessarily matter to you, but no matter what, their plan is going to be furthered is what the idea is. Yeah. All right, well, we've got a lot of content available for you for free at endtime.com and watch.endtime.com because of our faithful partners that give every single month at endtime.com slash give. We'll be right back here tomorrow for Open Line.